the Daily Talk Show, episode 531. I can smell sugar. It, it's it's fat Friday. You have brought uh, uh, Fat Fridays. I've brought Fat Fridays. I hope you enjoy. There is a lot of sugar involved. Mm, yeah. Uh, I appreciate it. I mean, I've been holding off all week. I've, this is probably the first week that I haven't. Actually, last night I ate toast for dinner, which is not that bad. I have just really had sugar. No, that's... There's like nothing wrong fine. with toast. I mean, I know me? carbs and all the rest. No, but no, no. It's better than the thing eating is, a cupcake. When Daddy doesn't want to cook, Bodie doesn't get food either. Like get so a, he had a home cooked oh, meal. That's yeah. fine. So he had toast, peanut butter, and honey. Yeah. And Daddy and Mummy had the well, same. That's when, what they want. Yeah, really, yeah. give the people what they want. Well, my son either wants um, it, like just yogurt, or he wants he, he wants breakfast for every meal. Yeah, yeah. nuggets. Yeah, yeah, wheat bix. No, he's, he's not a big fan of nuggets. Took him to a burger shop and he wasn't really – he wants chippies. But you, you've got three little ones. I do. Are they wanting breakfast as well? Yeah, they want breakfast for every meal. And my littlest, who's two, says, a big bix, a big bix. <laughs> That's all he wants. Is that he just wants yeah, yeah. Oh, really? yeah. I mean, yeah. it's pretty uh, – It's it makes life easy. It does. I try not to give him wheat bix for every meal just for yeah. anyone who's listening. Why? Well, uh, think about the well, macronutrient yes. yeah. breakdown. It's just wheat. <laughs> And that's not good. I well, guess. he needs like a diverse. They all need yeah, a diverse yeah. I mean, palate. Fun. I mean, yeah. you know, if, am I yeah. providing that all the time? I okay, can't sure. necessarily yeah. say. Um, so you've tell us where you okay, brought these so gifts in from. I went to Birdcage Cafe in mm-hmm. Altona, um, and Kath and Ado are the owners there mm. and friends of ours, and they have decked us out with some treats. So I've got. Do you want to know what everything yes, is? Please. Okay, so we've got carrot cake. We've got the li- these little bunnies are the ones that I mm. sometimes troubleshoot to give my kids for bribery purposes. So I thought you guys might like. Yeah, maybe I'll might like his his bunny. <laughs> I want to put that whole thing in my mouth. Um, then we've got two raw treats. So um, no, what you know, uh, like, like yeah, someone they're, really they're vegan. Who's, yeah, vegan yeah, sure. basically. Uh, this one is some kind of passion fruit tart. And then mm-hmm. we've got two donuts. One's blueberry and the other one I forgot. Yeah, custard. It looks like yeah, custard. Yeah, it looks like custard. Mm. Yes. And, and then, then you have two bowls. Well, I'm one a teacher. One says clinkers <laughs> and the other's M&Ms. I've What's brought the deal? structured fun. Oh, I like structured fun. <laughs> I actually really How appreciate fun structured fun. No, I think like after, I mean, this time it's always a crazy time of year trying to sort everything out for the new year. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate structure so we don't really have to think okay well you're gonna love this then (laughs) so one bowl is full of clinkers Mm -hmm. and so clinkers you ask it a question you can do it two different ways i looked online before i came here just to make sure um but one of the ways is that you ask it a question you bite it and then if there's a green it's a yes it's telling your future yes no or maybe so when i was in year eight it was like will this boy beat my husband you know some (laughs) stupid thing and then i'd bite it like it all worked out it all worked out that was a different guy different guy those things that you you, look like a hand puppet you make it out of paper and you write on the inside and go and like a chatterbox or something yeah yeah Yes. Chatterbox? Yeah, they're cool too. Yeah, I remember that shit. Yeah. That, that was a similar thing. It's like, mm. am I going to... Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then the other bowl We is could make all our dis- business decisions based on <laughs> I this. I like that. Yeah, Let's that's find the out. best yeah. way to use clinkers. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> How do you go out of business with clinkers? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, we can the ask it. We can find, we'll find out, guys. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, will you go will out of ma- business? Will we make it through 10 do years? Will we make it through... And so do I have to say... Oh, so green is yes. Yep. Pink is no. Yellow is maybe. Yeah. And so the question is... Will we be? Will we make it through ten years? Okay. Come on, clinkers. Okay. So green, yes. Pink, no. Yellow, maybe. Okay. What is it's it? It's a green. Hey! It's a yes. It's a yes. Ninety-seven. So yeah, yeah. Will Mister Ninety-seven still be working with us in one year? Oh my oh, gosh. Go. Oh, one year. Yellow. Yellow, it's maybe. Ooh, no, I like that. At least you have an option. Okay. Yeah. It's up to you. <laughs> now he's like, oh, no, I won't. <laughs> might not have a job next right. year. Leah, you've got to ask okay. yourself a question. Um, can I ask, will I have a job next year? <laughs> Green. Green. Green, yes. Oh Is that what you want? <laughs> I'm so happy you about that. Yeah, it's really good. Good guy. Are you employed right now? Well, I'm a teacher who's... So you're employed? Well, no, I just quit and okay. I'm at home with my kids. But next year I'd like to be doing something different. I'd like to be working as a producer or presenting. Amazing. So, mm. I mean, yeah, so you've you've 
got rid of the job, so now it's just funny. Mm. I think it's an easy was one. It a hard, says yes. Was it a hard decision to make, leaving? Uh, yes, mm. it was because I think it we takes... We could have just asked the clinker to be <laughs> <laughs> It takes the time to build a career, I think, mm. as you would both know. Mm. So, yes, it was a bit tricky. It's been nearly 10 years. Mm. Um, but at the same time, it's a kind of a good time to pivot, I feel. Mm. Like so many people I know who've had families have sort of reassessed in that time. So mm. I actually quite yeah. like a... Um, uh, shifting career. You like want to become a cop, you were saying, if everything oh, goes pear-shaped. The only problem with it is I didn't pass, year, I mean, I didn't pass year 11 because I didn't do year 11, but you need like a, I'd need to sit some exam to get my mm-hmm. pass or mm-hmm. year 12 pass to then be able to even go so for a, a position process. as a cop. Yeah. yeah, It'd be annoying. You'd need a bit of time on your hands and then you have to move somewhere to do your, oh, that's you right. know, your rookie, uh, like, remember that girl I bumped into the at the airport from yeah. Shepparton? This girl. You used to, to work in Shepparton, did you? <laughs> yeah, I used to. I was up there for a couple of years. Thanks for asking. I worked up there. No, no but sh- um, she did a placement. She's doing a placement now in, like, Pakenham or something. Yeah. Franger. So you got to, you'd have to move the family. No, I know what you mean. It's hard to uproot your family. Oh, hundred percent. Imagine mm. if I'm like Bodie, we're going to Franger. Yeah. Actually, Frankston's lovely. It's by the water. But that's the radio world in some ways, right? People doing that. They're mm. going mm. all over the place to like, you end up seeing all these random parts. Like we had Stacey June on. She was talking yeah. about, you know, ending up in random spots. I think making decisions when you don't have too much commitment is a much easier feat, mm. even if in it. It's harder. It's hard. All these decisions are hard. But when you've got three kids, like logistically (laughs) thinking about that. Well, Mm. I mean, even the logistics of getting here, to be honest. (laughs) I told Mason I had to chug an energy drink and a half. (laughs) And what was was an organic natural one? Are organic (laughs) energy drinks bullshit? Yes, yeah, here we I go. know they are. Clinker, what do you Yellow, say? maybe. Hey! maybe. Yeah, I think it depends I'm on the brand. I'm still going to put my hopes on that. <laughs> and so what's the M&M's game? Okay, so the M&M game is you pick one closing your eyes okay. so out of the bowl and mm-hmm. then whatever colour it is corresponds to a question that I have written on a post-it note for you. Do you know the most traumatising thing that ever happened to me was uh, I was at a party and they mixed M&M's and Skittles into the same bowl. Oh my it's monstrous. It's like you don't know what you're doing because the thing is that I always like go handful and so it's very disturbing when you get a, a, a Skittle yeah. and an M&M. It's the type of person that would you? do something like that. How old was I know this was uh, – I was 21 – Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I was probably mm. should old have. enough to maybe handle it, but no judgment. <laughs> yeah, no, no judgment on that. Old enough was... to have a real opinion. When you're That's... young, you just like yeah, yeah, exactly. you just do whatever yeah, you want. Yeah, yeah you eat Weetbix for breakfast, <laughs> lunch. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so I'll right. try. I'm going in. Oh yeah, you try. Okay. Got one. It's brown. Is yeah, that brown? it's brown. Okay. Tell us about your biggest fail moment. Biggest fail moment. Um, I was actually to be the biggest. Yeah, no, it's funny. Too intense. I was thinking about. Good excuse to tell this story. I was thinking about personal fame. Not many people knew about it. Um, it's when I shat myself. Do you want to know, oh, yeah. do you want to know this story? Wow, okay. things yeah, yeah, have yeah. taken a real turn. <laughs> so when I was 18. I'm sorry, <laughs> When I was 18, I was dating this girl, Rachel. I remember like early day relationships. How much are you really communicating? Mate, Josh, you were, you've been with Brie for a long mm-hmm. time, so yeah. it probably doesn't, uh, uh, you know, like how cl- – like, very early in a relationship, how much are you talking and mm. revealing things sure. about yourselves and what's going on? Like sometimes you're just holding a bit more information. If this happened now to, to well, me with Amy, if you I'd were, tell her everything, right? So there's a big difference. I just wanted to set that yeah, scene. Sure. If you were dating in 2019, say like the whole Amy thing didn't happen, but you find Amy again, do you think that you would? I didn't want to frame it as like if you got a divorce and was dating, yeah, like yeah, I yeah, wanted yeah. to be like nothing, ha- like all yes. that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, to be respectful. I respectful. wouldn't go on Tinder. No. What I was going to ask is, do you, you think- You just volunteered that, but that wasn't No, would you um, Would you be more open to all those things? To what What things? you're talking about, like talking about- mm. uh, Bowel movements? Bowel movements. Or yes, because the, yeah, the clinker, clinker said, said so. would, would you though, do you think? Uh, I think I'm, be, I'm past a lot of the insecurities I had. Like, for instance, on the night that this happened- I had a big cold sore mm-hmm. and I had to go to my one of my best mate's 18th birthday, which was on a party boat. Oh, my God. So I'm feeling a bit insecure about my cold sore, had a complex about it, and I was going with this girlfriend of mine. And before the boat, because everyone was drinking prior to going on, I needed to take a piss. So I went behind these bushes and 
taking a piss, and I sneezed as I was pissing. Oh my God. And what happens is so it's all a bit loose. Like you've you've already so sort sorry. of you've opened one Leah door. can't share this to her. You've opened <laughs> one door. <laughs> And you're peeing, yeah. which has just relaxed everything yeah. down there. Uh-huh. And all, all of a sudden, I chat myself. Oh. And I'm thinking. Things escalated so quickly And there. you weren't even on the boat at this point? <laughs> Wasn't even on the boat. What do what's I do? Cold oh, sore got, though, well, I, I mean, the question is, Pre-boat what's the cold is sore got to do with anything? My just, point of just feeling like eyes were okay. on me. Oh, when you have a cold sore, it feels it like low. you're an yeah. alien and uh-huh. everyone's like. And now you've shit your pants. So now you've got a cold sore and you've shit your pants. You're that guy. It was bad. And so I thought, okay, here's my plan. I'm not, I can't tell my, like, I'll tell Amy now. I'll be like, babe, I've shot myself. <laughs> I'd get a second opinion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. So I went onto the boat, fucking made a beeline for the boat, went to the toilet. The toilet was situated across from the bar oh. within one meter. Mm. So it's a very tight boat. The, the door to the toilet had a little gap underneath it, right? And so I went into the toilet, tiny. It's like you're on a plane. There was a cabin hole open. There was a cabin hole open that I looked out there just because I was curious and you could, it's just out to water right mm-hmm. there. So sure. it wasn't out to a deck or anything. Uh-huh. I'm like, fuck. All right. I've got to, for some reason I thought I didn't think to take my underwear off and just do something with them, throw them out the window. Mm-hmm. So what I- How def- bad was it? It was pretty bad. It was code brown. It was code brown. And so what I ended up doing was just wiping, wiping- whatever off to clean them to think, okay, I'll layer it with toilet paper so I can pull my pants back up. It didn't smell that great. That's in the it. bathroom. I've not gotten rid of the, the sauce, the smell. The sauce. The s- <laughs> well, you're I the sauce. used a lot of toilet paper. Yes. So here I am, cold sore, feeling anxious about it, stinking. How old were you here? 18. Uh. And I put toilet paper into the Could toilet. you imagine doing this, Mason? That's your age. Yeah, I, pressed, yeah. I pressed the button <laughs> and the toilet starts overflowing. Uh-huh. Oh. So... It is literally just filled and clogged and the water's coming up. Water starts pouring out over the top of the bowl, going out under the door. And it was only a small bit of water at this moment. What do you do? What do you do at that point? Oh, my gosh. Oh, you've already shat yourself, yeah, so you yeah. can't shit yourself I again. I don't know if I would have gotten on the boat after I... Yeah, I wouldn't have gotten... I fucked up, Go boys. for a swim, <laughs> girls. Go yeah. for a swim. Go for a swim. Mate, wash it off. Here's what I did. <laughs> Roll my sleeve up, put my hand into the toilet oh bowl. Oh, my God. Pulled out the toilet paper and I was like, what do I do with this? I threw it out the, the porthole okay. into the water and <laughs> the toilet it thankfully went down. It was just a reaction. I was like, oh, no. And then I'm left with, oh, my hands, oh, my hands. hands. <laughs> Uh, what, happens to your confidence? what happens to your confidence? Oh, I'm flat as fuck. <laughs> do you reckon they know? Oh, I don't no, know. But, but, but if you like, if you've done something like that, even if like sometimes you feel like your breath smells or whatever, and then you sort of, you're not yeah. as confident in your talking. Or a little I mean, bit you, at the moment I'm about to open the door to go out to face the crowd of people that I think are waiting for me, yeah. which that's how you think. You're yeah. like, yes. everyone's going to be looking at me. Although in fairness, with how long it would have taken for this whole schmozzle to yeah. unfold, maybe there was a line at the toilet. No, it was know. pretty quick. It I was okay. open that you were there. <laughs> no, no one was there, but I think that's like a massive fail. Yeah, yeah. It's a massive fail because I probably could have fixed the problem by, in hindsight, like people have given me the advice, you should have just gone into the bushes, taking your underwear off and jumped on the po- yeah. boat. Yes. I've never, Maybe. I've never ever, the closest thing I've been to not having undies on is like going from like my apartment to like the bin room to put the bins out. Like I don't mm. like the idea of not wearing undies. You want support yeah, all the time. Absolutely. I get that. But, so that was a bit of a fail. Okay. <laughs> can someone else take an M&M? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to have a go, Leah? Yeah, you uh, have right, an M- okay. Right. Close um, your eyes. Oh, sorry. Blue. All right. Blue is tell us about a time where you shit your pants. I'm very specific. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Tell us about a time you had to be brave. Oh, okay. I feel like Listen what to if, that story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like any of these things could have <laughs> led to the pants. I think he wanted to tell us a story. Yeah. It's like, a story in yeah. mind. Tell us something about yesterday. I was thinking yesterday about this story. Yeah. Okay. So Can I pick a different colour? No, no, you got to be brave. No, this is oh, the whole okay. point. When have you been brave? Um, all right. Uh, let's see. Okay, this is a bit heavy though. Is it all right? It's I want to keep it light and bright. I mean, I just, I just, I just did a shit, shit me pants story. So <laughs> yeah, I'd rather great. you go a bit okay. more brave. I'm going to put this whole thing in my mouth. Just go for it. Oh great, bunny. <laughs> That's one the bunny cupcake down. Yeah, there's great, three. One for okay. Mason. Oh great, thank you. Go um, okay, so I've got three kids. When I had the first one, it was. 
you know, birth was an unknown territory to me. Um, and yeah, you just don't know what to expect. And I'm one of those people who's like, you know, I don't know, do you call it tin ass? Where you're like, I'll be right, you know, and it all works out for tin you. Tin ass. Yeah, that's, we've got a friend called Richard. Hi, Richard, yeah. if you're listening. And he's like tin ass because, like, he doesn't necessarily prepare stuff, but it always tin? works out. Tin, like tin, T-I-N, tin, tin, tin ass. Yeah. Ass. yeah. Anyway, Can you look up what it actually oh, means? Does he uh, mean tonight? So got tonight? <laughs> no, that's different. <laughs> like, I'm from the West, so maybe we have different. Is that like as in really your ass is made stuff. of tin? Well, Mr. Yeah. Mr. Okay. has got the explanation. Someone who achieves a feat of skill through nothing but luck. Yes, so okay. that's why I was I was hoping to tin ass my birth. There's a sure. <laughs> there's right. an example in the sentence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. uh, yes, but anyway, um, you know, things go this way, things go that way. Uh, <laughs> What a vivid picture I'm painting, but um, I think I had to be brave because at Uh the end it sort of happened that I had to be taken away for extra surgery, things that happened that Mm -hmm. weren't like supposed to happen and my husband was standing there with that little baby and I was going off on this, um, you know, what do you call it? It's not a tray, but like, you know, being yeah, pushed trolley. away. Yeah, trolley. trolley. Yeah. I was being pushed away on a trolley. and you Medical know bed. Yes. And when your body's in shock and it's just like jittering on the table so mm-hmm. much. Like I was like jumping off the table with shock jitters. And I think in that moment, I remember just saying to myself, like, you just, you have to be brave in this mm-hmm. moment. Like you're going to be like, you know, that self-talk mm-hmm. had to really kick in. You're going to be okay. Your baby's fine. You'll be fine. Mm-hmm. You know, all those things. And you can't take anyone with you. You was just have to first? go. This was the first okay. child. Oh, and, yeah. and after that. Can't I believe you went, not to two. <laughs> you went back for two more. You went back for two more. I went for two more. But, yeah, so in that, I just remember in that moment being like, don't, you can't be a sook, you can't be like, mm-hmm. I, want, I want someone to be with me while I go to this surgery. Like I just mm. couldn't do that. I had to be brave. So, What was the I learning? Just, I don't know exactly what the learning was. Maybe that things can go a variety of ways mm-hmm. and also maybe that, like, because my husband hadn't really prepared either and just seeing him be scared in that moment was mm-hmm. scary. Well, how do you prepare That's for right, that first I know, time. but like, I feel like YouTube is full of clips, and maybe you should confront yourself with some of those videos. I don't, Mate. I don't know. Like, I'm not it sure. It feels like everyone how who listens be, to our show is going to be listening because we've mentioned that we've already suggested that on the show this week with Stacey oh, June. Sorry, I should about have to that. no, yeah. yeah, like um, watching YouTube videos of pregnancy, like of um, but hang on, hang on. How can you be prepared for seeing a doctor with a pair of scissors cut your wife's vagina? Yeah. That's what I saw. Mm. Yeah. How the a, fuck? <laughs> it's a hard moment. It's a surreal moment. fucking moment where I'm it's just hard looking. It's when you're cut just as yeah, well. Yeah. She will put that out yeah. there. She's up yes. there just fucking. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's very confronting. You're brave. And, it, and it Women show, are brave. I guess you are shown your own resilience and resourcefulness mm. in those moments that you can get through it. Do you need – if they're going to do that cut, are they pain meds? There's yes. pain meds. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Does anyone with a natural birth – you know, I think, like no, I think they they'd intervene. That. I think yeah, it'd yeah. be inhumane to mm-hmm. be doing that mm-hmm. without painkillers. Yeah, yeah. I think they do. They give you some kind of jab, but mm-hmm. I think also at that point you're in so much adrenaline. Yeah, exactly. You can get away. They with could it. cut anything. <laughs> off oh no, sorry, Josh. Like if you've had an epidural, like mm, yeah, yeah. there's not much feeling at all. Yeah, down sure. there. Yeah. Did you ever have an epidural? Yeah, I did for the first time. I've yeah. had an epidural. Yeah. Have you? Yeah, yeah, for my back because I've got two hernia. His vagina discs. wasn't cut. No, exactly. <laughs> no. But they, they, yeah, Poor Mason down. over there. There's <laughs> so many tears in his eyes. <laughs> 97's just like. Right, okay, let's do a question from Mr. 97. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, um, he, he, I'll throw, I'll pick his thing and throw it at him. Okay. 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 Isn't that nice for you, Mason? <laughs> Catch. Oh, it was green. It was green. It's tell us something about yesterday. What happened yesterday? It has to be something good story. interesting about yesterday. <laughs> yeah, it can't just be had a smoothie. Oh, uh, well no, I was I was I was doing this edit that I was I was really excited about at the start and mm-hmm. then I sort of spent like an hour on it. And then I was I got to the end of it and I was like I was really really disappointed with it. Mm-hmm. Like it was Are we allowed to know the this edit? This is the, yeah, this is the video you're doing for Gemma's birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Have and I the thing it? is, he, said, no, he sent it? it to me. He said, "How can I fix it?" No, he's like, "How to fix it?" I said, "No, you can post it." I said, "Just make it clear that you did it." <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, because that was my environment. That's 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 the response that tipped me over as well. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I said, "Put some music on it first. And then, well, he, he the first thing that I, um, oh, yeah. <laughs> the first bit in the video was me talking about scrotums or whatever. And she's like, oh, I don't have one of those. I was just like, bury the lead. I mean, it doesn't like for people with context, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, you're yeah. not really building yeah, the yeah, context. Yeah. Does in video world, does music cover a multitude of sins? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can. Yeah. I mean, well, it, it changes, can change the, tone. the tone. Yeah, definitely. So I've and had some fun. Like, it's fun to cut like something really lighthearted to serious, like um, mm. cinematic music. Mm. Yes. It's fun. Like it changes the vibe of everything. But if you can do an edit that isn't reliant on music and then put it in, you can really enhance it. Like if you're just focusing on the best bits and it plays yeah. out, 
But in saying that, I've been so down. I've been so down on edits based on where they've been and then I've shifted it and just moved a few things around and it's great. Yeah. And so this is subjective, The cre- w- what you feel is amazing versus what other people feel. It's like a, yeah. maybe the scrotum thing was a bit like. Could we take the scrotum part and put you raise me? Like some, some kind of like inspirational. Maybe not you raise yeah. me up actually with scrotum talk. I don't know. I mean, um, you bad could, choice. But you know what I mean? Yeah, like some yeah, inspirational. Yeah. Send it over to her. Pop. Like you could've, it could have been a funny one. She would appreciate a text message with that in it. But I think, no, I uh, – I think what you did was good. Yeah, it's always interesting. How do you select our snippets? What's the, what yeah, filters are you using? Um, I'll, I'll answer that. Oh. Yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> um, what well, depends? There's probably two two different snippets. There are like funny ones, mm-hmm. and then and then there are ones that celebrate them or the guest or the person and, and make them look great. Mm-hmm. So that's that's a filter. Sure. And then um, it's also his filter, like yeah, what he thinks is good for a viewer mm. and he's funny is, is different from what we would pick. Well, that's what it's I so would interesting. like. So that's why you just, it's having a crack. Yeah. Well, that's why I don't micromanage it. Cause I don't think that like, I've got an opinion, but it's not necessarily right. Mm-hmm. And so it's good getting. And when you are choosing the snippets, do you have in mind like your loyal base or do you have in mind, Oh, this could be something that someone sees and they love it. And then that gets them into the show. I mean, it's, it's probably a bit of both. There's like, there's a thought of just like, oh, this is this is great. People will love this. Um, but I mean, I probably the the idea of like celebrating the guests is probably more of a forethought than is this going to be the best best snippet? Because if you mm. celebrate the guests, then it's going to potentially onboard new people. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And also, it yeah, I think that it's a there's a safety in celebrating the guests because the other thing is you can easily fall into the trap of um, if you're not considering that, having too much of us talking and it sort mm. of gets lost. So I think that, that that's a good filter. Yeah, you're doing mm. a good job. Um, now, can I have an M&M? Because I haven't had one <laughs> oh, yet. Go for it. Uh, it's a brown. What was that? That's the biggest fail. Tell do, us you about your biggest do you want to pick a different question? No, 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 no. I answered He doesn't want to break the rules. <laughs> no, I don't <laughs> want to. Two of them though. You could, yeah. <laughs> do you don't want to hear my – I'm trying to think of this fail. Oh, yeah. Well, one that I like is – um talking about is uh, when I was working at the fire brigade in the media department and it was, I think it was Caram Downs or something. I went to like their, one of their training places and it was like a, wherever it was, it was like over an hour's drive and I um, packed all the gear up and I uh, drove to the, to the location. I, um, I was like a trainee or whatever. What were you listening producer. to? Podcast in the car? What? Nah, How? it would have been like radio because I had like my Ford Laser, which would have been like a 1997 mm. Ford Laser or whatever. So it didn't have sort of the connectivity. Tape into the um, Discman. I know. I never did the tape oh, like yeah, into yeah. the um, you had a phone or whatever. No, it was very much radio. But anyway, so I, uh, I got there. I was really proud of myself because I went up to the main trainer and was explaining, hey, I'm here to film mm. this or what sort of thing really sort of briefed him in on like, this is how it's going to go. This is what I'm going to do. And so I said, now next I'm just going to go to the car and set up and I'll, uh, and then we can go. And I went and opened the camera bag and I'd forgotten to put the camera in the bag. Oh. <laughs> What's so the panic? What was the feeling? I was like, oh no, it did Shit. feel light. <laughs> no, I was like, it felt, I was like, it did feel light. The bag felt light when it I did. picked it up. You felt, you <laughs> yeah. thought that. And so I was like, ah, oh, it was it. I feel like that happens with laptops and stuff sometimes, you know, like your backpack, you grab it and then it's like you have the moment of, did I put my, but you get used to whatever the Mm. weight of your bag is. It's not a mistake you make again after doing that. Yeah, and so that was a fact. And so I had to call. But the great thing was- Hang on, so what, what did you do? What did I do? Did I, you tell I them? Told them. Oh, yeah, you told I them. No, okay. I wasn't just going to be like pretend <laughs> like no camera. <laughs> no, I um, <laughs> three hours set up. You drive back. Charades. Um, no, I. Uh, the good thing was, I remember I was even though I was an intern there, I was quite overqualified, and so I'd always prided myself on being the um, just like everyone else, like the media producer. And so it was the one moment where I like really lent into the fact the that I was an intern. So I was just yeah. like. I called up my boss who I used to uh, I used to have these talks to him. Like I felt like I was like 20 years old. I was a little bit obnoxious. And so I would like have these conversations with my boss of like, Michael, you know, you don't seem happy in this role. <laughs> um, you know, oh why, are you, why are you, you know, 
if if you are, you know, he he would. Um, my favorite thing about him was he'd print every email he'd ever get, <laughs> and he put them in folders. Absolute oh, animal, bless. knocking and down so, forest left, right, yeah, and so when I when I arrived in the department, they had he'd just received a six month audit of how the department was going, and it wasn't good. And so his days were spent going through this document with pen doing rebuttals for the whole thing. And he was preparing this whole thing. And I remember saying, I'm like, look, I think like your wife would support you if you like, <laughs> like left the word. Not. So anyway, I called. Is he indulging you? Yeah. Or I don't know. Josh is good. He's, he can find the emotional in to somebody. Know. And so I said, but then I called Michael. I'm like, mate, like I've made a big mistake here. With, <laughs> I'm only an intern. It's a I big learning. A classic intern. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, you know, this is a learning. I mean, this is, I guess, <laughs> this is what happens when you're like intern wages. Uh, you know, I've, I was thinking like an intern. I've done an intern thing. And he was like, yeah, cool. And he was fine with it, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. he was like stressing out about responding to the audit. And what, what I probably should have changed his name. But that's what, what did you need to shoot? Um, oh, so what? I, I ended up going back another day to film, and it was like it's very cool. It's like two awesome projects I worked on at um, at the MFB. One of them was the high angle rescue team training. So I filmed on the top of um, the Sofitel, mm. them abseiling down mm. or whatever, wow. which is cool, like on the top of the roof. That so was you fun. were on top of the Yeah, your, I was on the top yeah, of the roof yeah. filming. So that was cool. We also did- Don't um, mistake him with the guy who's actually going down the side abseiling. of the building. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fire person yeah, yeah. going down the oh, side. Yeah, I was person. like, guys, surely I need a harness. No, mate, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the other one was um, DP World, which is like um, the big cranes and stuff for the shipping containers or whatever. Like um yeah over your way they look um, Bodie calls them giraffes like they look like so huge your, giraffes over the west gate you know oh, your okay. way. Well, I don't know everything that happens over the west gate but <laughs> just open your eyes look left or right so okay, when you look right. they're like Paul they look, and stuff. seems easy enough when, yeah yeah they look like in the distance these big giraffes oh okay and they pick up and they send down and oh, yeah. pick up I've the big that. yeah you yeah, definitely yeah, yeah, would yeah, see yeah. Yeah. yeah but they um but yeah so there was that but then the training. When I went back, it was stressful because they, they, it was an old like sewerage plant. And so they had gutted out the, uh, these big concrete containers that housed shit in them. And oh, they would oh, run literal their, shit. Yeah. yeah. And they would, uh, they yeah. would do training stuff. And what they would do was they, I was filming and they had, uh, hay in the middle of this big concrete dome. With hardly any light, there's probably like 20 recruits or whatever all there, and they light the hay and we watched the smoke slowly move. They were showing how smoke reacts within a space Mm. and they were like doing things where you'd feel the temperature of the smoke. So as it was there, there's a huge heat difference between Mm. being here and there. But the crazy bit was as I'm filming this, I'm looking around and everyone's wearing a mask, but I wasn't wearing a mask. (laughs) And so I was just like, should I be wearing a mask? But I'm like, no one's saying anything. And so I was just like kept dipping down and down. And so there was a point yeah. where it's like I'm on the ground <laughs> filming and then I got out. But that was uh, that was fun. Was that your last day? That was- <laughs> no, no, no. How yeah. did you quit that job? What was uh, the- Yeah, no, <laughs> I always go out with a bang. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's sort of a bit of a mantra. You know? okay. um, and the MFB, they, they know how to water out a burnt bridge. But um, no, the way that I- No, the way that I- exited. a joke. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, the way, no, the way I exited was like, no, I got this great opportunity to be an assistant editor on a feature film and it was um i needed my annual leave it was like a 12-month contract that i was on and they told me keep your annual leave near the end of your uh contract because what most interns will do is they will um take it at the end as a way of sort of transitioning on to another to another role and so i was 10 months in and i was like hey can i i just got this opportunity where like hey we'll pay you full time to work on this thing and so I went to my boss and I was like, hey, I've just had this great opportunity. And he's like, nah, sorry, we need you. And so I like cracked it and went above him to the manager who was managing that whole audit and said, hey, I'm getting, he's saying that he's not going to give me my certificate if I don't do it. And then so that boss, his boss then went to him and said, hey, Josh can do this thing. And then that ended up, that guy had a meltdown and then he took sick leave. And so oh I did it. Gosh. So that was how we ended up sort of finishing up. But I mean. You ratted on the guy. <laughs> yeah, well, the he was already struggling. Yeah, he was, was already like, struggling. But I was like mentor. Yeah, but uh, yeah, my, my mentee. <laughs> 
And so anyway, I mean, yeah, so it was a little asshole, but I, I think there was, it's a bit 50-50. I think you had this like extremely dysfunctional sort of setting. Mm. It was sort of hilarious. You had this like office where there's literally like four people and they were doing production. They were basically doing uh, a weekly TV show just for fireys, right? And so all the fire stations had fiber optic cable and so they could live stream the show and they would have mm. people from Channel 9 who would actually do the footy show, like the cameras, who would come in on this day and would film. Host it. But the thing is that because of the unions and the management, they all hated each other and so it was really hard. So no, no one would watch the show because it was all like man- management propaganda. <laughs> and so it was called Fire Vision. I think it still exists. There were some lovely people that worked there as well. I wonder if there's disclaimer, a clip, disclaimer. Disclaimer. <laughs> I wonder if there's any clips online of it. I yeah. feel like that years, years later would be really interesting. Like think mm. about all the content that would have been made early days that's now. Yeah, so yeah. the cycles, right? Like the archival stuff. So there was a great guy who was a historian like a real old dude, I remember I got a great photo of him and he would just go through all the old tapes mm. and um, was really into history. But it was actually the old, it was in North Fitzroy and they've actually knocked all them down. That was a place that Derek thought that there was like asbestos issues because they had all um, the sprinklers on all the time so that the dust would stay oh, yeah. settled. Mm-hmm. But um Anyway. Can I ask about, yeah, is sure. there, I don't know if this is a loaded question. but There's is no there asbestos little, in this bit. <laughs> <laughs> is there a little bit of a vindictive streak within you? Uh-huh. I'm noticing this yeah, little sure. theme that's coming up, like this person did this, so I bought their dona- oh, domain name. Totally, oh, yeah, and this person, totally like, how many domain names do you have <laughs> oh, not out that, of spite? Not, not that many anymore. <laughs> but um, oh, no, definitely. No, I think that like I grew up a little bit as like this not outsider, but I was like different. And so when you're different, you either can lean into it. And I leaned into it. I think you do it. now. Yeah. yeah. I think that sort of like I leant into it or whatever. But when you're a kid mm. and you're doing this, sort of, like I was friends with all the teachers. I had great relationships. But there was, it was so easy for me being in the staff room to also create, have enemies as teachers as well. So you have <laughs> you have everything. Because like, why is Josh, I just want to have my lunch in peace and Josh Jansen's oh, yeah, in the corner. We've got insight from a teacher. <laughs> <laughs> what behaviour wouldn't fly these days? Like how close are people with their students? Like how uh, teachers with their students? I don't know. I think relationship is essential to be able to, like I think it's so linked to behaviour. <laughs> um, so being able to get the best, because I'm a primary school teacher and sort of in my later years I've specialised in welfare. So I've been working with kids who struggle to sort of um, fit into what the group plan is within their classroom, whether it's because of disability, whether it's because they're gifted or behavioural issues or whatever. But every single case it's about relationship and trying to find that connection point mm. with that kid, whatever yeah. it is. So, At what I don't point th- do you have them in the staff room? Well, yeah, you can't really have them in the staff like, room. <laughs> there's a, there's but, definitely a, like, uh, we've got to look after Josh because he's... You know, you would totally yeah. be the kid that I would have with me on yard duty all yes, the time, yeah, yeah, having yeah. a chat. I mean, the, what, hang on, here's a good one. But what felt- are you thinking about that kid? Like, what's the uh, observation, not a judgment on them, but what's no, the no. observation from the teacher's perspective of... Is it a friendship? We've got to look up. How do you want to know if it was a real friendship? Annette, my favourite teacher, she and my best friend. Yeah, no, no, like she still like she likes my stuff on She's Instagram. She's got half a friendship bracelet. Yeah, yeah, exactly, other. exactly. No, I remember when I was robbed of um, school captaincy, <laughs> and the re- so I I ended up getting school captain in year twelve. Okay, but when I was, you bought the domain name and made a complaint. Exactly, yeah, no, when no, but when I was in year ten, so year seven to ten, I was at one school, and then you go on to the senior college for year eleven and year twelve, and so year ten they have school captains. And I was the youngest ever SRC president in year eight. So I was only in the school for a year before I took that. That was normally a role for a year 10 student. Mm-hmm. And so I was year... I it's was, very impressive. Yeah, thank you. So I was SRC. Because if year 10 students didn't apply. No, well, they did. So the thing is, <laughs> so from... Because my whole thing was I'm like, yeah, you can get a year 10 student, but they're going to be out next year. I can actually build this thing. Hashtag 10 years. Let's do 10 years of the show. Yeah. No, I think, I think teachers would look at you yeah. and, and be really like find you endearing. Yeah. Yeah. Thank like you. you'd be the kid with the clipboard who's mm-hmm. like telling them, oh, if you just look over there, Scott has been in the inappropriate area. I've taken the liberty of writing a note about that for you. But we're also <laughs> in that kid. Adults are also. Human. Yeah. And they're like, this kid's fucked. No. <laughs> no. but Because the thing was that, no, but just to finish off the captaincy thing. And so in year 10, I applied for school captain 
to be fair, I was also on the committee year eight and year nine, helping to decide who was going to be school captain. As an SRC president, I was one of six votes to determine who was. I would have uh, plastic pockets on every single person who would apply and I would like, and there was one guy, I remember Ben Dwan, he loved doing quotes and it was like, I was very impressed with just highlighting, just like look at all the quotes that have like a famous people. These says like, you know, if I'm school captain, I would do as, oh. you know, and then certain things. So anyway, in year 10, uh, I applied and uh, there was talk of like no one else was applying and the vice principal went to a student and said, why, hey, why haven't you applied for school captaincy? And he said, Josh Jansen, we know that Josh Jansen's going to get it anyway. And she said, oh, I think you should really apply. Now, she was on the committee. And sure enough, he got school captain. And it was... Did she ever be in her bonnet about you? Well, she, like she, she, was the, she was the one. It was, it was one of those ones where it was like an interesting relationship. She was my employer because I worked at the school as well on school holidays. <laughs> oh, my but, gosh. But also, <laughs> she was the one that gave me... I had a conversation... Uh, in year nine where I said uh, I was doing a Channel 31 show that I was editing and I was doing 30 hours a week. And so every time I'd, I'd get home from school and the producer from Channel 31 would be sitting on my doorstep with tapes and I would go home and capture them and all that sort of thing. And I wasn't doing any homework. And she said, Josh, you know, this is happening from all directions. All the teachers saying you're not doing your homework. And I said, look, Adele, <laughs> I've got, I probably should mask names. No, that's good. It's all good. They sound like I haven't said her last name. Uh, Adele, I've got a full-time job outside of here. Like <laughs> I'm, working, I'm working 30 hours a week. And she said, if you cut down, uh, what would it take for you to cut down your hours? And I said, look, Adele, <laughs> if I was to cut down my hours, I don't have a job anymore. It's either all or nothing. You know how this works, Adele. Yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> exactly. And she's like, yeah, what about you? 15 hours? I'm like, I don't think it's going to work. And I said, how about this? I said, with my SRC presidency and all that sort of thing, it's a lot of work. German is a complete waste of time for me. I've got no interest in working, living or doing business with Germany. And he was talking in German at this <laughs> yeah, point. Exactly. And so, and so, and we just had the blow up with the ex-Steiner school teacher who we zapped with a pen. And so she was, we had a coordinator come in saying, she could have died because we used one of those trick pens. Okay. And this so, is good context. Yeah. So that was, was a perfect storm. Yeah, exactly. So it was yeah. tension. And so I said, look, you take Lote off the plate. I don't, that's, we free that up. I'll then quit this, this role. But then it gives me time to do admin amongst all those sort of things. So she agreed. So I have a feeling that by doing, making that agreement and being a strong negotiator, there was two things that happened. I think that she didn't want me to be a uh, school captain. Fine, whatever. But also. Yeah, because she knows the fewer <laughs> there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but also the other bit was. You're more German yeah. than you think. <laughs> yeah. I'm Dutch. Uh, <laughs> different. But the, the, the bit I think, I think the main thing, and this is what Annette, uh, my teacher slash friend said, is let's be honest. They know that whether you're vice captain or school captain, you can do all the work anyway. I said, Annette, you're fucking right. <laughs> and so I did. I did vice versa and I yeah. held up the whole thing. I wrote all the things. I did it all. I was like, and then in year 12, I got school. Cancer. And that's how losing is winning. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think it's amazing how you've been a hustler from the start. I Obviously, think, all you. of that has yeah. led you to this point, which is pretty cool. But I also, think. I think you would have been a bloody annoying kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely. And I, um, yeah, there was also very, very quickly the one time where I, uh, I filmed Variety Night and, uh, Sp spent money on hiring two cameras and all that sort of thing. And uh, I put them up. This is 2005. I put them up on YouTube. YouTube had only just started. And uh, the principal had found out that I'd put them online. Did they know that you were filming? Obviously. Yeah, they knew like, they were filming, yeah, but yeah. they just never imagined that it could go online, right? Mm. And so I've, I uploaded them all. And the, the, the principal was away on a conference and the coordinator came in and said, Josh, you're going to have to take them down. I'm like, why? And they're like, you don't have permission. And so I contacted an organisation called Arts Law Australia, spoke to a lawyer, and they said, look, if you get release forms from all the kids, you'll be fine. And so I went and got uh, release forms and got them, their parents and guardians to sign it all, brought them back. On the Monday, the principal calls me and said, Josh, you haven't taken it down. It's getting serious now. 
And I said, Sue, I've been speaking to my lawyers. <laughs> I handed over the release forms. I'm like, they're not going down. <laughs> Is it still up? Yeah. yeah so I think I took some of them down You're just because they're, yeah, they're not very good. They're not on brand. Uh, but um, anyway. It's a real so. cartoon character. <laughs> it's good fun. But it's like, it makes it's things. life. Yeah, it makes, it makes things fun. I think it is interesting. But I loved the teachers as well. There was heaps of teachers that Even were like. Even if they didn't love you. No, well, no, no but the thing yeah. is, the, uh, like I had really solid, great relationships. I think that also I probably played perfectly into the politics of the school because I had the teachers I liked and the teachers I didn't like. And they, it all sort of worked out quite well that the teachers mm. that I liked didn't like those ones. So it was a perfect well, you, job. Okay, that's a, if you're looking at them as games, you're playing the game of mm. the teachers, which yeah. the game that you're actually in or is- Or they're playing my game. Yeah, they're probably- Sociopath. Yeah, maybe. But then <laughs> well, the, yeah, yeah, the kids' game, like your peers' game is hard. You know, yeah, like, like did you, you, just, you just friends? pull back from that. Well, I was saying this uh, the other day. I had friends based on I would do all the filming. And so the thing is, if you want to be in the video, you've got to be like at least nice to me. And so I'd go around. Like, so I was actually at least- a, Is that the same? The whole friends? school was being manipulated. <laughs> into it was a bit something. Something. This is like, a- I think this is a really good opportunity for some kind of show, like a, sto- like a, a story, a narrative mm. about this kid who controls the whole school. Mm. Like this, you know, that is a, a good content I, idea. I was thinking, I was thinking that, I think we had this idea about a year ago, TJ, that we go back to our old school. There's a bit I don't of narcissism for me, in it. It'd just be for you because I don't have that. Mm. I don't know where I go. So, yeah. like, you burn bridges mm. when you're leaving the schools. Like, there's yeah. nothing to you. Not you don't really have relationships. Yeah. I wouldn't even know who to speak to. Yeah, it would be fun to get some of these teachers because I think about the amount of conversations that I had with these teachers, and I was even like, I get such a kick out of seeing um, <laughs> the emails that I would send the teacher after finishing school, just like giving him updates, like on all the students as well, being mm. like, saw Tom, you know, the other day at the, uh, at the, the, you, the shopping centre. Exactly what you would expect. You know, that, sort of, that sort of deal. Are you a firstborn child? No, last, last. I'm the youngest. Of how many kids? Three. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Because I was thinking this is classic firstborn behaviour, you know, like that wanting to be sort of one of the adults, part of mm. the, the group. Oh, no, I was so... Every single time we would have a, um, like a family sort of event, mum would always lecture me when we'd get in the car about, because I'd always hang with the adults, Mm -hmm. but then I would infuriate her every even more because as we'd leave, I'd say, all right, I'm off to get lectured by mum about how annoying I've been today, (laughs) which would really get But then the other thing too is I also liked adult food. So I'd be... I would be eating all the expensive, like, you know, uh, dips and stuff. And mum, I remember she would be like, Josh, around the dips. And she would say, it's not called scoop. Because I would, <laughs> rather than dip the oh. chip, I would scoop. I would, with, a, with a single corn chip, I could finish oh. nearly a whole thing of dip, okay. of olive dip. Um, right. Any of Josh's teachers on the live stream? Yeah. Nah, Gemma Hi, joined Del. and she said, uh, hello, friends. Hey, Gem. Hey, 3D Dill joined. Hey, 3D Dill. And so did Molly from New Zealand. Okay, oh, Molly from New Zealand. Across the ditch. Uh, there we well, uh, we ended up, yeah, we, we, very cathartic. There is something about... Going, I know it's not good for you guys because you just have to listen, <laughs> which is that sociopath in me. But I think it's it's fun. No, the teachers are all in therapy as well, <laughs> getting through this, finding their way. Do out. you have a nice, but like, what do? Because when uh, Leo, like, finishing up um, at the school, were there relationships that you created with the kids that you were, you know, sad to let go of? Yeah, I think you always care. That's the mm-hmm. thing. And it's funny because sometimes on Facebook randomly a kid who I taught a while ago will friend like try and friend me yeah. on Facebook. But Absolutely I Absolutely not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I feel bad, but I'm yeah. just like, I just don't know. Even though it's been like, you know, maybe five years mm. or eight years, I'm just like, I'm not sure. Mm. Um, but you do care. You always care. And you always remember about certain things. And yeah, I think if you've lived in that school community, there is something magic about it. Mm. And you it's know, a just bubble. The fact that everyone uh, knows everyone and there's that, you know, I think there's power in that routine and the beautiful community, mm. it's really lovely. And now that I say it, I'm like, why did I leave? <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, but yes. Did you have a consistent class or because you were doing the welfare stuff, you didn't have I that? did. I had classes in my earlier years. A home group? 
Um, yeah, so I had like a taught grade mm-hmm. two for a while, mm-hmm. grade three, grade oh, yeah, six, great. those yeah. kind of things. And then moving on, I started doing like behavior and social intervention. So it's like, you're struggling in the playground, Josh. Yeah. Uh, you don't seem to have any friends. So what can we do? What kind of things can yeah. we do and to help And the teachers are you? wanting you out of the staff room. <laughs> but did they actually say, would, they, would you be as direct as no, that? No, no, no. Yeah. It'd be, they'd be having different social issues and mm-hmm. then you'd have a chance to, you know, get alongside them and make a plan for them as to mm. how they were going to work. There were some kids mm. who you'd do like a plan for play because when they went outside, it would just be like they'd fight with everyone or they yeah. couldn't um, deal with the sort of unstructuredness of the yard. So you'd go, okay, let's make a plan for play for you. What are you going to do first? And who are you going to do it game, with? The clinker game. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then if that goes wrong, what's your plan B? And just working out all of those kind of just the Do you know what Josh would have said to you? Skills. There's no plan B. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He would have said that shit. Yeah, plan B is I've listened losers. to Tim Ferriss. There's yeah, yeah. no t- plan B. <laughs> No, it's interesting. Peter Teal told me. The, um, <laughs> what's, the can- what's school canteens like in 2019? Uh, well, the one, one of the schools that I was working at, it was all parent generated. So the, oh, there was good. parents who would be getting their, um, what do you call it, like Cert 3, Cert 4 in food prep yeah. and they'd actually be cooking meals for lunchtime that the kids could. What sort? Um, they were doing, they had like a, a spag bowl and they'd use the community garden that we had to make oh, the, right. you know. So there's what's a in lot it for them? Education. Are they making money? Well, the, they're the getting school a qualification. The, the, parents. Oh, the parents, yeah, yeah, they get a qualification. It's uh, about upskilling the community. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I love that it's, idea. It's a, yeah, I, I get it, but like <laughs> the new world we're in is pretty hard for a lot of people. So who the fuck has time to be a part of those canteens? Is it like a give back thing? Like yeah, you- there'd be grandparents who are doing it. There'd okay, be so parents whose kids gen. are at school and they're sort of like between nine and three, you know, they've still got little kids and they still yeah. want to mm. be a part of that. So, yeah, I'm about to be a school parent next year actually, so I'm on the other side of it mm. and that's interesting as well. I felt like the other day I dropped my son off for like practice prep, you know, like when they, oh, yeah. they practice the whole thing. Uh and I was looking around at the other parents feeling like I'm a school kid again. Like, who's going to be my friend? And oh, like, yeah. are you, I can tell you're the popular one because you're like, you're a mum who's dressed in like really nice clothes. Like you're wearing. Oh, you so know. you have to play that. Get, I'm like, like the parents. oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of, there's a lot of anxieties around like the, the talk about school and shit. The biggest problem for me was um, seeing how I can transition out of this thing that is like, it's every day. It's such a structure then what's the what's my other option like mm. and that's why i think kids struggle the transition out of school for 13 years in australia prep to 12 and then finding some kind of like what's the other option the easy in is uni because mm. it's some kind of structure but if you go straight out of that it's pretty tough. How did you find the transition mace you're the most recently <laughs> transitioned of the three of us yeah yeah, you, you do You do sort of like it's a struggle to fill your time with stuff because it's just like everything, you've got no idea what to do. It's just all in front of you and it's just so overwhelming. But I think um, having having some sort of work helps so much because that, that brings back all the structure that you need. Mm. So mm-hmm. I think that was probably the biggest thing, yeah. It's yeah. like unlearning and then new learning. There's so much power in having somewhere to be, isn't there? Mm. I feel like I've learned that over time. Well, like- you got here today. That's what yeah, I did yeah. by the skin drinks. of my little teeth. <laughs> I got here. But I also like I reckon I made school completely different to what any other like my experience. Or you were surviving. Yeah, but so I, I was surviving based like on controlling your environment. Yeah, yeah. Like the thing was, like I didn't I probably only went to fifty percent of my classes. And I feel like normally, like if you didn't go to fifty percent of classes, which you probably didn't, you would have mm. been getting in a bunch of trouble. For me, I was like, I'm getting a letter from the drama teacher to say that Josh needs to do extra time with the production, but then I'm yeah. also reaching out to the SS. So I'd have like six notes yeah. from all the different teachers and they weren't all talking. Yeah. And so before you know it, you've actually, you're only going to the classes that you want to go to. Well, I think as a parent, it's also a so much in that. So how, how do you, like, there's a worry about what is your kid going to be like? Mm-hmm. If you had a kid, what are they like at school? Yeah, yeah. Do they yeah. do they find the resilience in that that way of the approach? Yeah, I don't think if I was, I mean, I'm not planning on having kids, but if I was to have a kid, I think that it would be, I think like the whole Steiner thing, like I think you'd, I just want to do it, allow for different thinking. However, I would also want to make sure that it wasn't in something that was too, um, status driven from an education point of view. So I wouldn't mm. want to put them in a position where there are, but like I want them to be mixing with all mm. different types of people. And I guess that the hard thing is it seems unfortunately like there is a gap between 
quality or not even quality of education. I think like if you want a standard education in the current system, that's fairly equal. But where it gets different is if I if I was to take a kid to a different type of school, I would say that you're getting a certain type of parent who's bringing their kids there, which mm. sort of creates a different world. Yeah, there's so much to consider in all of that, isn't mm. there? Mm. We sort of have, made, my husband and I had this discussion about all of that. He's really concerned about, um, yeah, if you go to a place that's completely privileged, mm-hmm. how much do your kids then understand and learn about all the different, you know, facets of people and society and all those things. Anyway, I don't know if that's Mm. right or wrong, but we have made this decision to kind of go local primary school for Mm -hmm. primary school and then for high school to sort of gauge where the three are at and choose different, like, you know, like schools for them, you know, Mm -hmm. like if someone's really excelling at music to try and hopefully have the funds to be able to support that, you know, like to choose the different paths for high school. That's sort of where we're at. But who knows? I mean, there's so much to consider at the moment. It's just focusing on, Fitting in at prep. Mm. Yeah. It's yeah. almost, there's something in. Um, Getting your outfit on fleek. Not more for me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah, yeah. I think there's also something in, um, yeah, having the ability to do extracurricular activities, like not being mm. so stretched in regards to a family of spending so much money on school fees. Mm. Like uh, what I was To be happy honest, with- it gives me anxiety thinking about this shit. Mm. Like I'm so, I'm not there yet. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I. I can't even put myself in the place there. Mm. Like it gives me a bad feeling. But I guess the mm. thing is, do you need cash to have a really great, fulfilling life? I don't think the answer no. is no. And so, like, the best thing I think my parents did for me while, like, I went to, you know, a school that was considered like a low socioeconomic school or whatever, we had great facilities and things. Mm. But then in the final year 11 and year 12, uh, they paid for me to do like VCA, film and TV foundations outside of school. Mm. And I was able to actually like, it was almost that stepping stone. So when I left school, I could straight away go in mm. and do the thing I want. And so I guess that's almost like, is it like an exchange program? Like those things I think are super exciting. Well, if the kid likes that, because there could you could have a kid that likes structure and sport and just mm. going to school. Mm. Like some kids don't, like we, if I parented Bodhi exactly how I am, it doesn't. I haven't accounted for who he is. We well, got to listen. Yeah, you got to see. Do you think yeah. he's the structured type? I don't know yet. He's too. Mm. He's so young. Do you just provide different chances and opportunities and see what sticks? Like mm. that's kind of what we're doing at the moment. Yeah, Our definitely. oldest is doing like junior life saving, and he's like a little bit like, "Well, I don't know if I want to do this." And then it's like, "That's okay. Like, mm-hmm. let's just try it." Um, it's just a, a chance, really, to be a part of the community mm. and learn about water. You know, like those yeah. kind of things. But I'm not going to push it if mm-hmm. he's like. This is ruining my life. Is there anything that you guys look at and say, I wish that I did this as a kid? I wish my parents had done, there was one thing. Yeah, I wish that they, um, that, that I'd done like music, like mm-hmm. um, keys and, and guitar mm-hmm. because I, I grew up sort of doing singing lessons, but I feel like what is the point if you can't accompany yourself? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I definitely, you know, that's a, and it's a good discipline thing as well, I think. I wish um, mum and dad invested in a holiday house. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, we would have been down there this yeah, exactly. weekend, boys. <laughs> what but about no. you, Josh? Uh, no, I think it's – well, it was interesting. When I was in prep, I wanted, I was really keen to learn guitar. And they said prep. I was – Yeah. You can actually remember that shit? Yeah. And so, like, Mr. Dance and my teacher would play guitar. And I, my parents had a guitar that was my brother's, but they said that my hands weren't big enough to do it. You used yet, six – you're five. Yeah. And so they said- and they so were sliding they were, toe thumb, were they? Yeah, yeah, exactly. yes. no. Don't hate on toe thumb. Oh, no. and Mate, so you they, can play the bass because you can slap the shit out of it. <laughs> and so a heavy bass, real big bass. But no, the, uh, but no I, um, they then said, no, you can't do that, but do um, piano instead. You can do that at a younger age. And I fucking hated it. And I was mm. like, it was annoying because it was like, they're like, oh, no, you mm. can't fit in here, but you could do this. And I just remember I was always like saying to mum, I'm like, the- uh, the lady's house smells where I do mm. that. <laughs> it's all good though because you got to do shit you don't like to do because that's life mm. as you go further yeah, exactly. in. It's, how much stuff do you do that you don't like? It's amazing. You start with a blank slate basically mm. with the kid, don't you, apart from like those little bits. Like even last night my son was like crying about losing a game we were playing Poison Ball and it's like, oh, yeah, like resilience. Well, smashed him in the yeah. face. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, like, apart from being whacked in the face. But, yeah, yeah. Um, that whole thing like teaching them it's okay. Like often you won't win. Like, you know, like don't feel bad. Mum's not that even great at catching a ball. <laughs> a new thing for Bodhi. We were driving and I, I said um, Ninjalinos, which is the name of uh, 
uh, an enemy in PJ PJ masks. PJ masks yeah, comment, yeah so course. there's these ninja people and they throw you sticky splats. Mm. Anyway, yeah. I said um, sticky what? Sticky splats. <laughs> sticky splats. Leaves yeah. across it. It's yeah. it's pretty cool. They throw dun, these dun, sticky dun, splats dun, and dun, stick dun, people dun. to the wall. Oh, cool. yeah. It's great. So Bodie, it's like music? it's like Spider Man's. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, is this what you're watching? He's no, I've, I've seen Bodhi watching it. Oh, okay. Yeah, and so, uh, but um, I said, so Bodhi says Ninjalinos like this, Nina Ninos, because he can't say it. Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, do you, do you want me to put the Nina Ninos song on? So I said it the way he does. Mm-hmm. It's not Nina Ninos. And I said, oh, how is it? And he was trying to say it, and he was getting so upset because he knew how it sounded, mm-hmm. but he couldn't say it. Yeah. And it was the first moment he's ever been. Like I encourage him when he said Nina Ninos because yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's so him. cute. I'm like, no, it's Nina Ninos. It's okay. But he found it. He was so so upset. And I was like, uh-huh. imagine realizing he can't fucking talk properly. Yeah. I mean, that's what happens to me weekly. Yeah. Oh my gosh, my friend recently, or not recently, maybe when we're near twelve, so not recently at all. Who am I kidding? But she had this moment where she realized it wasn't. Hote Kangers. She thought it was Hote Kangers instead hangers. of coat hangers oh, because hangers. her parents had always done like that rhyming yeah. slang. Oh, no. So I mean, she literally thought it was called Hote Kangers. And I was like, but what? Like it hangs a coat. Like, and then I she mean, was like, oh my gosh. Like she had a real moment. We have a 20 year old in the room who thinks it's schnitzel still. Schnitzel. I mean. I've heard him say schnitzel. Instead schnitzel. of schnitzel. 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 We just call it crumb chicken. Have you heard of snack tea? You have a snack tea. Explain snack tea, honey. Yeah. It's when, you, when your parents can't be bothered cooking tea, so you have a snack tea. Oh, I gave yeah, Bodie yeah, snack yeah, tea yeah. last night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, like, it's like yeah. carrots and red pepper sticks. Yeah, and, yeah, like yeah. a picnic tea, I call yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Snack tea on all of our leftovers. That's all sitting on the floor. What are you doing? Like I said, what are you doing tonight? Like, I'm having snack tea. I just. It's so cute, isn't it? Because you, but you said it in a way as if I knew what it yeah, was. Yeah, had a snack tea. Yeah, yeah, snack tea. It's all normal to him. Mm-hmm. Um, Leah, nice. <laughs> thank you so much for coming in. You're Thanks off now. Me. You're going to busk now? Or I you're... am. I'm going to interview Harrison Craig, mm-hmm. who was the second winner of The Voice. I think Voice yeah. second series. Mm-hmm. I had him on the show in Shepparton. Oh, there you go. I'm going to ask him about you. He wouldn't remember. <laughs> if he remembers, I'll give him a prize. <laughs> <laughs> well, Leah and I am seeing an event. An yeah. event. A we friend are. in me. Yes. That's on the 14th of December. Yes. Free? And it's at 10 a.m. No. at Melbourne Museum. Not it's, free. This <laughs> 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 grunk. Yeah. Free for kids. Free for kids. 30 bucks for um, adults. And you know yeah. what? I think because it's Black Friday, there's actually off. yeah discount at the moment. Mm-hmm. So today. you can get tickets. Yeah. But Harrison's going to be performing. So today he and I are going to make some promo videos and oh. we're going to do a bit of busking. He's got the voice of an angel. He does. He's beautiful. So what songs are you going to do? Well, this is what I need. So anyone on the live stream, can you give me some Christmas mm. carol ideas? Mm-hmm. Because he has to to change, I want to make him change the words to Christmas carols to be promotional songs. Oh, great. You know, so get your tickets. <laughs> oh, yeah, great. Oh, so you're taking the tune. It's almost yeah, like- Yeah, take um, the tune, change it, yeah. A writer script, it's like um, Spicks and Specs. You know how they get, they have a passage in a book? Yes. They don't and they read the anymore, book out. Spicks and Specs? Is it just all reruns no, I'm now? I'm pretty sure. I don't Are know. Yeah, I see it I on know. TV. I mm-hmm. see it. It's at my parents' house. I see it going. But yeah, write a script and then get him to do it to That's Jingle right. Bells or Yeah, yeah, okay, Jingle Bells is what another about one. The That's good. Papa Tum Tum. Yes. Yeah. Get your yeah. tickets at uh, the Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you can do that. It would be good if or, it was a dot com. Yeah, it would be great <laughs> if you guys oh, yeah. were like Harrison Craig. I know, sorry guys, sorry. <laughs> it's your parents' fault for not getting you singing. If only, thanks guys. Oh you got it later? No, she had singing lessons, but no instrument. I thought it was a I thought you did the piano. No, Josh did piano. Sorry, I got it fucked up. It's, it's totally fine. You guys could do a duet. You sing, he plays piano, oh, yeah. but he... I can't do it. I could do chopsticks. <laughs> yeah. Da, 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 da. Yeah. yeah. Are right. we doing costume changes? It would be great. I, I'm trying to work out what to wear. Like, like we need to work. So Leah and I can't wear your Lulu lemon Mate, shorts. These no. shorts need to go. They do. Like if we're gonna up but what this if game, your if we're gonna sell the event. <laughs> yeah. If we're gonna up our vision, your legs would sell the event. Show, as well. <laughs> and the what, longevity of this what show. What do you think? Like, um, I'm just. They're comfortable. I think it's good for my back. What? Your pants have nothing to do with your back. They do. How if do you shorts? wear skinny jeans, oh, okay. you actually- Don't you, fucking wear skinny jeans. You're pulling your whole body but down. But you can't say it's either short shorts or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to work out what the in-between is. Yeah. Okay. These, jeans. These aren't, these aren't skinny. No, they seem pretty are, skinny. Yeah, yeah they're just tight, but they're not, they're like- They they're feel stretchy. comfy. So comfy. I came from looking like this every single day, being a personal trainer. You you don't have an excuse. You're not a PT. Mm. You're not working in the fitness industry. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> no, I get it. No, I would. I would definitely. It I'm brings, actually so for, what, I think for it Black Fridays. For Black Friday, sorry, I'm going to um, buy a quadlock case. Buy a quadlock case, but also going to um, uh, look at potential clothes because I I find it easier to buy uh, t-shirts, like tops and stuff, pants. You got to go into the shop. I have to try them on. Mm-hmm. Like I tried on four pairs before I got it's to so these. annoying. But like admin wise. Too you much. do it. I haven't. Uh, this Too is like much. a year ago. Mm. Well, that's it. Do I've it still much. got my. Je- I've got. I've got one pair of yeah. jeans. You've just given up. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're in my bag. I always have them in oh, my that's bag, good. Good just in know. case that, like, uh, I know the, the president from the US can actually <laughs> not even. I don't know, if someone important um, comes, I'm not saying you're not important. Yeah, thanks, later, Josh. No, thanks a lot. But I'm guessing no, someone that's would care. Who would yeah. care? What would the? Every corporate. Just a business meeting. We got something at four p.m. Yeah. today. Got a person coming in. I was still going to wear. Put them on. Don't be a gronk. <laughs> like it's, ju- it's just a personal. Can you pretend that you're going to be active? Like I feel like that well, helps me on days where I'm wearing active wear. I'm like, oh, I just got to, you know, but I don't necessarily do it. Yeah, sure. Do you, are you wearing active wear going to the school? Or what, no, what was not your yet. Okay. For practice prep, mm. I really made sure I wore like a nice dress with a belt mm. and oh, like really? straighten my hair because I wanted them to think I'm a responsible parent. How much like PE Nation and stuff? Like what were people wearing? Um, I noticed there was a few ladies who had full makeup and like jagged clothes on. You jagged. Know? Like, oh, so yeah, they had, fun. you know, like they're really nice active wear. Uh-huh. Um, and I was like, oh, I'm not going to get in that group. How do I get in that group. Okay. Well, uh, active yeah. wear. Yeah. 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 It's probably Black Friday. Doing squats special. out the front. Yeah, <laughs> right. Guys, I squat all the time. <laughs> it sounds very sounds stressful. Terrible. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Well, thank you, Lee, for bringing in some Now we can Fridays. actually smash that. We haven't treats. even smashed the treats. The, no, the we're going to do it yeah. off the show. We've been having structured yeah. fun. It's been amazing. <laughs> it's a That's talk the show. name of the episode, Structured Fun. Structured uh, fun. <laughs> if you're a business and want video production, uh, reach us at hi at the daily talk show.com. We're trying to like tell people what we do now. Yeah. We're working like, with your husband. Yeah. On you a, are, yeah. Video production. a testimonial. How, what is he saying so far? Is so he far. He uh-huh. is loving it. Okay. Great. He feels a bit nervous on camera. Mm, that's fine. But I think you guys are putting him at ease. <laughs> that's good. That's what we want. Right. <laughs> daily talk show. Uh, see you tomorrow guys for weekend banter. See you guys. Bye.